This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. The names of three Americans who suddenly died while at a resort in the Bahamas have now been released to the public. One of those fatalities is 64-year-old Vincent Chiarella, who's a Birmingham native. He was living in Florida with his wife, Donna Chiarella. His wife was the sole victim that survived this incident and had to be airlifted from the Sandals Emerald Bay Resort in the Bahamas. She is currently hospitalized in Miami. Another couple who were found dead inside their villa were 68-year-old Michael Phillips and his wife, 65-year-old Robbie Phillips. Both are from Tennessee. The Phillips co-owned a travel business named the Sand Lady from Royal Travel and have traveled extensively for the past 25 years. The Phillips recently complained of feeling ill and even went to a medical facility for treatment before they returned to their villas. The Royal Bahama Police say that there was no trauma evidence upon the victims after they were found in their villas. The police have also collected samples to be sent to a U.S. lab for further analysis. A manhunt that started in Lauderdale County, Alabama, has now ended in Indiana. Escaped inmate Casey White and his accomplice, Officer Vicki White, were located in Evansville by U.S. Marshals. Officer White is now dead after she shot herself before police could make the final capture. Vanderburg County Sheriff Dave Wedding spoke at a press conference following the whole incident. As we were working on this today, uh, we gained information that a vehicle matching the description of a suspect vehicle was near our sheriff's office. So the U.S. Marshals Task Force and deputy sheriffs went to the area. Uh, Soon thereafter, the male and female fled in a vehicle on Highway 41 northbound, went past Highway 57. As you can see, they turned here on Birch Park Drive. They came through this grassy area. Uh, the, the Marshals Task Force officers intercepted them, actually collided with them to try to end the pursuit. Uh, when this occurred, the female driver of the vehicle shot herself, and the passenger was injured uh, not too seriously. But I want to commend the Marshals Task Force uh, for being here and, and working diligently with the Vanford County Sheriff's Office to put two bad people uh, and get them off the street. Are these the whites from Alabama? Yes, they are. It is. The six foot nine Casey White was recently spotted on a car wash surveillance video in Indiana, causing U.S. Marshals to head to that state. Police in the town of Steele, Alabama, have made a huge drug bust of 250 pounds of marijuana. Two men from North Carolina are now in custody. The bust occurred during a routine traffic stop this past Monday. A canine unit named Tara was able to sniff out the drugs within the vehicle. Now 37-year-old Ja'Cory Martin and 42-year-old Ron Banks are facing drug trafficking charges. They are being held in the St. Clair County Jail on a $1.5 million bond each. Canine unit Tara has been on the police force in that city for almost a year now. Another Republican primary candidate for the Secretary of State race is offering a plan to ensure election integrity here in Alabama. Jim Ziegler was just endorsed by a national group that is called America First Secretary of State Coalition. The group is backing 14 other Secretary of State races in other states, as well as the endorsement of Ziegler. The group's agenda for elections involve voter ID requirement, a paper ballot 
paper trail, the elimination of mail-in ballots except for absentee voting, single-day voting, unfettered poll watching, and voter roll cleanup. Ziegler says the job of a secretary of state is vital for the next eight years. He says a vote for him is against all methods of manipulation that have been used to assault election integrity so far. Ziegler says this is the single most important issue because Americans losing their ability to elect or defeat political officials will eliminate any means of holding those leaders accountable. Ziegler has also been endorsed by Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy, who has also been fighting for election integrity since the 2020 presidential election. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi is excusing the pro-abortion protesters who showed up outside of the homes of U.S. Supreme Court justices to show their anger. Pelosi feels that the protesters are justified after the leaked draft opinion came out that could potentially overturn Roe v. Wade. The Speaker of the House sent an open letter to Democrats on Monday in which she called the protest righteous anger since a 50-year-old precedent could be overruled. Pelosi also wrote that Republicans are trying to rip away a woman's right to a personal and private decision. Former President Donald Trump also used the term ripping away in past speeches. However, he used it to describe what an abortion does to an unborn child in the mother's womb. Pelosi went on to describe Republican state legislators as advancing extreme laws by issuing bans against abortion, and she says she wants to enshrine Roe v. Wade as the law of the land. Meanwhile, U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas recently spoke at a judicial conference for the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. That's the region he oversees as a Supreme Court justice. The 11th Circuit Court involves the states of Georgia and Alabama. Thomas spoke to an audience in Atlanta saying that the high court cannot be bullied into giving protesters the outcome that they want. The leaked draft opinion from Justice Samuel Alito shows that at least five out of the nine justices are in favor of overturning Roe v. Wade. Thomas emphasized that the court will have none of it when it comes to these attempts to change the minds of the justices. Thomas is the longest-serving member on that court. In Mississippi, the governor there, Tate Reeves, says that his state is prepared to enact a trigger law should Roe v. Wade be overturned. Reeves says the law would enhance the ability for the state to help and support mothers who have an unplanned pregnancy. Reeves spoke about this on CNN with Jake Tapper. Not only have we done an analysis, we've started we've started doing the, the hard work of what a post-Roe uh, Mississippi will look like. In fact, Um, We believe that if, in fact, this leaked um, opinion is accurate and if, in fact, a majority of the justices of the Supreme Court are going to overturn Roe, we must understand that while this is a great victory for the pro-life movement, uh, it is not the end. In fact, it is just the beginning. And the beginning is um, that we must show that being pro-life is not just about being anti-abortion. And so in our state, that that the work that is being done uh, goes uh, in two directions. Number one, uh, we have to do everything we can uh, to make it easier on those moms who may be in unwanted uh, pregnancies. And, and that's the reason that we, this year, I just in the last couple of weeks, I've signed legislation to provide help and, and resources and money to the 37 pregnancy resource centers that are located in every region of our state. Uh, and the second and the next phase of the pro-life movement is about what are we doing to help those babies that, that maybe are, yeah. uh, they do go to full term, that, that, that the moms do have. And what we're trying to do is, is focus on uh, uh, making adoption easier in Mississippi. We're focusing on 
improving our foster care system uh, to improve technology at the Department of Human Services and, and at our Child Protection okay, Service. So- the Republican primary Senate race in Pennsylvania is also tightening up despite an endorsement from former President Donald Trump to ensure that Dr. Mehmet Oz wins in that race. A recent Trafalgar Group poll shows that Kathy Barnett has come up from behind to virtually tie with Dr. Oz. The poll shows Barnett with 23% of the vote, Oz with 24%, and Dave McCormick as a third candidate with 21%. Barnett took to social media to talk about this poll. Guys have seen the latest Trafalgar poll that came out late last night. What a wonderful Mother's Day gift. What did it show? It showed you guys. It really did. I think this story is as much about you, Pennsylvanians, as it is about me. Because I certainly could not do what it is that we are doing without you. Thank you so much. Barnett also took on Oz and the other Republicans recently in a GOP Senate debate. 87% of American of African-American women vote Democrat. What is your outreach to them? Yes, it is true. I'm black. <laughs> and I've been black all my life. <laughs> Fact check it. Listen, black people are not special little unicorns. We want what everyone else wants. We want good schools. We want safe streets. We want good jobs. We don't want liquor stores on every street corner. The problem is in the Republican Party, for good or bad, we have the best story to tell. The problem is we keep picking people who suck at telling it. Thank you, Ms. Barnett. A publisher of Christian children's books is being banned from Facebook. Good and True Media says that their ad account has been disabled by Facebook and it happened just a few days after one of their ads contained a Bible verse. The publishing company launched an advertising campaign with Facebook in the fall of 2021 and they say that they've already had several bestsellers emerge as a result of this ad campaign. Now the CEO, Brian Gallagher, has been informed by Facebook that the recent ad may not fully comply with Facebook's advertising policy. Gallagher spoke to PJ Media and says that Disney can preach the gospel of gender fluidity, but they can't preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Good and True Media describes themselves as a family media company seeking to inspire children to live virtuously. They even list three non-negotiable virtues up front from within the company. One, that God exists and he is good. Two, that there is such a thing as right and wrong. And three, that the family is the backbone of society. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Right Side Radio with host Phil Williams as he talks about the differences between Birmingham and Huntsville. So if you're going to be a leader of a community, don't pass the buck. Don't, don't, I mean, if, if, if truly the legislature has hampered you by, you know, refusing any road projects in your area or by refusing to, uh, you know, do economic development that allows your community to participate, if there are incentives that are available from the state, but they carve out your community and won't let it happen, then, 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 okay, take issue. But don't try and say that because you're a social justice warrior and you believe in, you know, all of the most egregious forms of social justice and social advocacy and, you know, that you're going to wind up doing all the things that drive people away, but you're going to blame the state legislature for being conservative in a conservative state, that somehow or another that means your community is being suppressed. That's crap. It's leadership. It makes a difference. All right, so the, the final piece of this, though, the tail of the tape between the two cities, Liberal Mayor Randall Woodfin wants the world to believe that because pro-life laws are being passed in Montgomery that it suppresses his ability to grow his community. Well, okay. How about this? 
crime. Let's look at crime. Crime right now in Madison County, because this is, this is, these are 2019 stats. Crime right now, Madison County. In total of 2019, there were 1,671 assaults. In Jefferson County, 4,383. How about homicides? In the year 2019, Madison County saw 27 homicides. In Jefferson County, they saw 125. That's a huge difference. How about this? How about, oh, I don't know. How about robbery? 362 robberies in the year 2019 in Madison County. 1,126 in Jefferson County. You want to talk about quality of life? Maybe Liberal Mayor Randall Woodfin ought to quit hampering the city's police force from doing their job and telling them what they're not allowed to do when they serve warrants. You can find more of that podcast at rightsideradio.org. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.